September 27th, Ephesians chapter 5, verses 1 through 33. Follow God's example in everything you do. Because you are His dear children, live a life filled with love for others, following the example of Christ, who loved you and gave Himself as a sacrifice to take away your sins. And God was pleased, because that sacrifice was like sweet perfume to Him. Let there be no sexual immorality, impurity, or greed among you. Such sins have no place among God's people. Obscene stories, foolish talk, and coarse jokes, these are not for you. Instead, let there be thankfulness to God. You can be sure that no immoral, impure, or greedy person will inherit the kingdom of Christ and of God. For a greedy person is really an idolater who worships the things of this world. Don't be fooled by those who try to excuse these sins, for the terrible anger of God comes upon all those who disobey Him. Don't participate in the things these people do. For though your hearts were once full of darkness, now you are full of light from the Lord, and your behavior should show it. For this light within you produces only what is good and right and true. Try to find out what is pleasing to the Lord. Take no part in the worthless deeds of evil and darkness. Instead, rebuke and expose them. It is shameful even to talk about the things that ungodly people do in secret. But when the light shines on them, it becomes clear how evil these things are. And where your light shines, it will expose their evil deeds. This is why it is said, Awake, O sleeper, rise up from the dead, and Christ will give you light. So be careful how you live, not as fools, but as those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity for doing good in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but try to understand what the Lord wants you to do. Don't be drunk with wine, because that will ruin your life. Instead, let the Holy Spirit fill and control you. Then you will sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves, making music to the Lord in your hearts. And you will always give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And further, you will submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Your wives will submit to your husbands as you do to the Lord. For a husband is the head of his wife, as Christ is the head of his body, the church. He gave his life to be her Savior. As the church submits to Christ, so you wives must submit to your husbands in everything. And you husbands must love your wives with the same love Christ showed the church. He gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean, washed by baptism and God's Word. He did this to present her to Himself as a glorious church, without a spot or wrinkle or any other blemish. Instead, she will be holy and without fault. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. For a man is actually loving himself when he loves his wife. No one hates his own body, but lovingly cares for it 
just as Christ cares for His body, which is the church, and we are His body. As the Scriptures say, A man leaves his father and mother, and is joined to his wife, and the two are united into one. This is a great mystery, but it is an illustration of the way Christ and the church are one. So again I say, each man must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband. This week's Bible meditation is on Romans 12, 2. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and prove what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. One of the evidences that we are not drinking Jesus either because you're an unbeliever and you've never even tasted, or because you're a believer and something has begun to lure you to another fountain, starting to go there, or you've just blocked him out because you've got some hidden thing you want to keep doing or whatever. One of the evidences of not drinking deeply from Jesus is the instability of constantly moving from one thing to the next, seeking to fill the void. You may be going through sexual partners. You may be going through friends. You may be going through jobs. You may be going through churches. It's one after the other. You may be going through hobbies, internet stuff, hobbies, games. You may be going through hairstyles. You may be going through wardrobes. You may be going through cars. You may be going through locations of where you live. Because there's no deeply contented identity in Christ, deeply contented, deeply satisfied. That's what water means. Living water is your soul is a cavern of desire. And I offer myself to you, Jesus says, as water that lives. It becomes a well. It just satisfies day after day. You get up with hungers and longings and soul achings in the morning. Come to me and you'll find stability of contented identity. And then you don't move around so much. Jump in here. Jump in there. Jump in here. Jump in there. Crave, 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 crave. Nothing's working. Oh, don't you love people? who are so deep with Jesus, they know where it's at, the water. They live by the fountain. They never go anywhere. They just live there. They're not jumping from job to job and wife to wife and girlfriend to girlfriend and job to job and car to car and hairstyle to hairstyle. They are so there. Here's the interesting thing about that. That sounds static, doesn't it? Baloney, it isn't static. Believe me, it isn't 
static. I don't mean that the Christian life with that kind of centered, deep, satisfied identity by the fountain, satisfied day after day, freshly with new water coming up from this friendship and this relationship. I do not mean this is static. There is a difference between confident movement of faith and craving movement of frustration. You got that? There is a difference between confident movement in faith and craving movement of frustration. Got to move because this is not working. Here, move, move, move. Or this is so working, I'm taking it. I got a plan. I'm making something in my life. I'm not wasting it. I am moving to China. I'm moving to Ukraine. I'm moving to Southeast Asia. I am on the way because I got my feet on a rock. And there's a fountain coming up out of this rock. And it goes with me everywhere. It's Jesus, not any geographical location. So don't, don't hear me say that the movement in life, you know, job to job and hairstyle to hairstyle and wife to wife and sex to sex and TV program to TV program, that the alternative is frozen. I got the fountain. You know that's not what I'm talking about. This fountain is really a moving fountain. It's like a waterfall. I've used that analogy before. Stay under it. It moves. <laughs> oh, Jesus is a mover. He's going to reach the nations. The fountain's on its way to the nations. You want to drink deepest? Go with him to the nations or the neighborhood. Psalm 69, verses 19 through 36. You, Lord, know the insults I endure, the humiliation and disgrace. You have seen all my enemies and know what they have said. Their insults have broken my heart, for I am in despair. If only one person would show some pity, if only one would turn and comfort me, but instead... They give me poison for food. They offer me sour wine to satisfy my thirst. Let the bountiful table set before them become a snare, and let their security become a trap. Let their eyes go blind so they cannot see, and let their bodies grow weaker and weaker. Pour out your fury on them. Consume them with your burning anger. May their homes become desolate and their tents be deserted. To those you have punished, they add insult to injury. They scoff at the pain of those you have hurt. Pile their sins up high, and don't let them go free. Erase their names from the book of life. Don't let them be counted among the righteous. I am suffering and in pain. Rescue me, O God, by your saving power. Then I will praise God's name with singing and I will honor him with thanksgiving. For this will please the Lord more than sacrificing an ox or presenting a bull with its horns and hooves. The humble will see their God at work and be glad. Let all who seek God's help live in joy. For the Lord hears the cries of his needy ones. He does not despise his people who are oppressed. Praise him, O heaven and earth, the seas, and all that move in them, 
for God will save Jerusalem and rebuild the towns of Judah. His people will live there and take possession of the land. The descendants of those who obey him will inherit the land, and those who love him will live there in safety. Proverbs 24, verse 7. Wisdom is too much for a fool. When the leaders gather, the fool has nothing to say.